It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. We're coming at you every Monday morning at 7 a.m. in 30 minutes or less. Eat bread desserts and just get all fat and sassy. And we're helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems. We'll do it live! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! And today we're talking about how to steal your competitors' featured snippets on Google. A featured snippet is a little box that comes up at the top of Google search results that is trying to tell you the answer to the question that you just typed in. And it could also be a recipe. It could be a quick bullet points of a book review. It could be a table. And if you rank in this way, if your answer comes in in a Google feature snippet, then you get a lot of the traffic. It's essentially what one might call position zero. You know, you used to be that you wanted to rank position one on Google. Maybe now you want to um, be on position zero. And there's certainly a lot of benefits to being there. It's a really good way to be recognized, to have your website show up higher. And I think that the easiest way to get one is to steal one from a competitor or to, if you see one, to go after it. So if you're Googling something and you see one and it's something you'd want to show up for, it's easier to steal one than it is to get Google to show one when there wasn't one before. So a good place to start on getting more featured snippets is to steal from your competitors. I'm going to give you a list of things. This one's a little bit more practical today. I'm trying to get down to the meat and potatoes as quickly as possible. And I want to tell you how to find them first. You can identify the ones that they have with a tool called SEMrush, S-E-M Rush, or AREFS, A-H-R-E-F-S. You can essentially sort in both of these tools by which keywords a competitor has that are showing featured snippets. Second, you can use the format that they have. So if they're ranking in one of those featured snippets with a list, like a bullet-pointed list or a 40 to 60-word paragraph, that's the most common size for these featured snippets, a table or numbered list, then use that formatting in your blog post. And look at the intent of the search and try to match what you would want if you were that searcher and match it with the format that they're currently earning the snippet with. It's just going to be easier to steal that way. Next, match the structure. So if there is any markup on the post or on the page that is ranking in that snippet, use a right click and inspect element to see if there's any other code that they're using. Certainly, like there is schema markup that identifies different components of, let's say, recipes. And there are, there's other schema markup that you can use. I'm not saying that you have to write this schema, but you know, a lot of times you can get the copy and paste code that they use and just replace the answers. Now, definitely don't replace or copy and replace content. Always change the actual text. 
if you use this, but grab the text markup that they're using and then swap out the answers that you have. And in some cases, you'll see schema markup, which is just telling Google what the components of that item are. And it feels almost like you're cheating, but code is, you know, Google wants to give you as many ways to tell it stuff as possible, and code is another way to do that. So that might be a little bit more of an advanced tactic for some of you, but it's an option. So you right-click and say inspect element and see if there's any interesting code that they used. A lot of times, though, people just rank by using the basics, like, you know, H1, H2, and H3 elements, which are heading tags, and you don't have to go always that much deeper than that. Very few of the featured snippets that I've gone after have had any crazy code to them. So don't get too overwhelmed if you're not ready to code yet. Next, add in synonyms and bold the keyword phrase. So you want to rank for who the smartest person in Minneapolis is, for instance. Okay, I was just doing a challenge. It was very fun. I tried this. So if you want to get into that snippet, maybe we need to change out keywords into the headings and into bolded sentences. And also, you should be using synonyms. So if you're talking about being smart, you should also talk about intelligence. You should also talk about IQ. You should talk about these related terms because Google is smart enough now to know if it's really an article about the smartest person in Minneapolis, then there's going to be other things that will be talked about, what I call shoulder terms. So you want to be able to talk about all the related topics of that subject. Ask the question with an H2 or H3 and then answer it underneath with 40 to 60 words. This would be the most common way to get into one of those featured snippets is essentially if it's a question and answer snippet, just use the question as the heading and then right underneath it answer with a very succinct answer and then explain it a little bit and make that paragraph 40 to 60 words. That's the most common snippet size. Next, use authoritative and confident language. Google can essentially, you know, algorithmically parse out the tone of the answer. And if it's tentative and if it doesn't say things like research has concluded, it's basically looking for authoritative sounding language or looking language or, you know, parsed language. And then it is more likely to serve those up. I've seen this over and over again. When people are using authoritative language, those things show up more. And cite credible websites in your content. So actually link off to, let's say, a Wikipedia article or a government website or Forbes or Inc.com. When you link off to other credible websites and websites in your niche, it, it makes it look like you've cited your, where you're getting your research from. And you don't want to cite uncredible websites. So that's something to think about. Cite credible websites, link off to them. According to this, this. You know what I mean? So that's the general tone that you want. And you want to link 
kind of like, you know, when you're doing a big book report in college or whatever, when you have that list of, of references. Look at the people also ask box and answer those questions in your content as well. So you've probably seen when you search something, there's a box that says people also ask, and it's talking about other questions that people are asking around the topic that you just searched. Now, this is a very rich area for creating new articles, looking for things to that people are actually searching a lot. But in this article, you can cover five related questions, and it allows your, your post to rank, gain authority for other searches as well, and then you're more likely to gain that featured snippet because of the authority built up and the comprehensiveness of the content. Next, pay special attention to the space directly after and before the content that you want to get featured. So add images that relate to your table, list, or paragraph. People don't realize this, but the click-through rate of the image that you're trying to rank for in a featured snippet actually affects how you're going to rank. So if you had a very good image that almost invites a click, then you're actually going to affect the ranking of the um, the post and you could get that image featured in the the featured snippet and thus increasing the overall authority of that section it's weird now google is actually showing you know it will show one answer from website a website and then it'll also show you an image from a different post that ranks for the same thing so they're essentially pulling in images that they're basically splitting these things, these entities against each other. And it's kind of crazy, but it just really demonstrates how Google wants images to be in your website. It wants your images to be interesting and to serve up what they're, you know, that what the people want for that question. So think about what the people want, give them it, and don't be afraid to be a little bit more authoritative in your content than you think and link off to credible sources. There's so many awesome ways to increase your chances of getting on more featured snippets. I think for most snippets, it's still that heading H2 or H3 followed by a 40 to 60 word paragraph. Of course, if it's a ordered list, if it's a bullet, bullet pointed list, or if it's a a numbered list, use that format, use a table if somebody's ranking with a table. But it's not that complicated. And I think that snippets are still a very ripe opportunity for you to disrupt a competitor. So I'll be on the lookout for these. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Join me next week. And I look forward to chatting with you. It's Tim Brown from Hook Agency, at Hook Agency, all over social media. We're doing it every week, 30 minutes or less. No bullshit. Monday at 7 a.m. Helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems. Rank and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And it means a lot. And... 
I really hope to chat with some of you in person, so feel free to send me a message at tim at hookagency.com ever if you need anything. And have a good week. Bye.